Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 127. Today we're talking about event-focused weight loss. So event-focused weight loss relates to the decision and the process of losing weight for a specific event which has a set date on the calendar. This could be losing weight for a holiday, a special family event such as a wedding, or it could be losing weight to be healthier for a medical procedure or surgery or maybe for a big birthday. It could be deciding to lose weight six months or more ahead of a special event, two weeks before a medical procedure, or even just a few days before you go on holiday or have a party to attend. And I'm talking about this today because, well, we're actually in the last day of June. When you're listening to this, tomorrow is the last day of June. Many of us will be starting to think about upcoming summer events and holidays, and maybe we're contemplating losing a few pounds by a certain date. By the way, I just want to give a shout out to my husband who turns 50 today, the day this podcast episode drops. I know he'll never listen to this, but I am just so incredibly grateful for the life we've built together and our family and everything we have. And this week, we also celebrated being married for 26 years, being together for 29 years. And I'm just so looking forward to being with him for the second semi-century of his life, of our lives. Anyway, it's quite funny because I've also felt over the past week, I'm the one having a little midlife crisis. As my son started a summer internship placement, which has had him working in London and Cardiff and all sorts of different places this week, even though he's going back to uni for another year he feels all of a sudden like a fully fledged working adult and grown up okay all right as i said today i'm talking about event focused weight loss because many of you may be starting to think about a summer holiday or summer event and you may notice your mind wandering to the possibility of losing weight between now and then and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you will know that i am against a dieting approach to weight loss that focuses on telling you what to eat because it doesn't help you understand and change the root cause of everything that led you to be overweight in the first place and more often than not when we're thinking about an event focused deadline for weight loss we are also not addressing all of the reasons why we eat the way that we do so i'm also wary of an advice against temporary diets Um, and when i mean temporary ways of eating to lose weight because you don't learn how you want to eat for life as a part of the weight loss process which is fundamentally important and one of the reasons why restrictive diets don't work for weight loss in the long term. When we focus on losing weight for a short-term goal, we generally think about how we can lose as much weight as possible as quickly as possible. And so if you find yourself contemplating this at the moment, I want you to pay close attention to this podcast episode. I'm going to explore with you the challenges with this temporary approach to weight loss and the problems it can cause. I'm going to explore with you why it can be damaging to your self-worth and self-appreciation. And I'm going to give you some guidance around what matters most. It's not whether or not you decide to embark on a temporary diet or short-term weight loss goal, but how you manage your mind and emotions, whether you do or whether you don't. So as I mentioned above, one of the reasons you may be deciding on event-focused weight loss could very well be in response to an urgent need to improve your health, for example, to reduce surgery risks and expedite the recovery process. 
And so I want to help you create the results you want with that, not stand on a pedestal about the horrors of temporary diets. So why do we do that? The surgery health reasons aside, why do we decide to embark on losing weight for a holiday or special event? And I realize it may seem daft asking that question because the answer is so obvious to us. If we are wanting to do that, it is simply that we want to feel better. We want to feel physically better, but probably we're also giving more emphasis to feeling emotionally better. Maybe we remember the compare and despair we felt in our bikini or swim costume last year and in a bid to ward off any self-judgment or shame or other uncomfortable emotions we felt at that time we think the answer is to lose weight for our upcoming holiday or it could be for the practical reasons of noticing our holiday clothes will be tight and uncomfortable unless we shift a few pounds maybe we tell ourselves we can't afford new clothes or we want to avoid the discomfort of buying clothes um, that are in a bigger size all of those things. So the most frequent reason we lose weight for an event is to avoid negative emotions such as shame and self-judgment or create positive ones such as relief, pride or self-appreciation. And it's just good to be really aware of that. And of course, we kind of know that self-criticism, self-judgment, shame, all of those emotions are optional. We feel those emotions because of how we've been socialized in connection with weight. Shame and stigma surrounding obesity have developed through a complex interplay of cultural, social and individual factors. And even if we know that we are empowered to let go of all of that negative emotion about our weight and our bodies and any health judgments we have, we don't do so easily because either we believe if we do, we will never lose the weight because we think that's the reason that's our motivation to lose the weight, or we don't let go because it goes against everything we've been conditioned to believe since we were children. So even though we may logically know it and it logically makes sense not to judge ourselves and shame ourselves for excess weight we're carrying because we have been conditioned to believe that we are less than since we're children if we are carrying excess weight it's difficult to let go and step into that way of thinking i'm currently listening to chris van tolken's book ultra processed people on audible and chris makes the point of difference between saying people have obesity rather than saying people are obese so i have obesity rather than i am obese if we have excess weight instead of we are overweight saying that we have excess weight is a subtle difference but an important one. And I think that everyone would benefit from shifting their internal dialogue about being, in inverted commas, overweight or being obese versus carrying extra weight. Because your weight does not define you. It's not who you are. It's not who you are being. So to just sort of try this on, pause and say to yourself at the moment, pause and say to yourself, I am overweight and see how that feels in your body. And then pause and say to yourself, I have excess weight on my body and see how that feels. And what you might notice is a subtle difference that saying I have excess weight on my body just feels slightly gentler, slightly less judgmental, slightly less pressurizing than I am overweight because you're not making it be that you are fundamentally wrong. Can you feel the difference? Does it take the self-judgment down a notch? That is what I would like for you. So we plan to lose weight for a specific event so that we can feel better. And there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes it works. Sometimes we feel motivated and focused and lose the weight we want to lose or some of the weight we want to lose and we feel more comfortable in our clothes, more energized and pleased and proud of our efforts. That's ultimately what we're all wanting in this situation. But sometimes, and in my own experiences, if they're anything to go by, more often than not, it doesn't work. We don't lose any weight or we lose some weight, but we think that it's not enough weight. We give ourselves permission to feel better. And then we layer on, we layer on a failed again mantra and we feel worse, even though, of course, 
this is optional too. So I want to consider the pitfalls of event-focused weight loss so that you can make an informed decision as to whether that's going to be your approach. And if you decide that it is, you can also take some steps to mitigate the challenges that appear. Okay, and the three challenges really that I just want to sort of explore with you. The first one is the challenge of the very restrictive diet. And this is probably one of the biggest area to talk about. So often with event-focused weight loss, the pressure is on to lose weight quickly because the event is looming. And so, of course, it would appear that to make our efforts worthwhile, we need to make some drastic changes to how we're eating. And this could be a very low calorie diet or extensive fasting or some other approach. Now, whilst we might now normally consider this approach because we don't believe we can sustain it for long, so we, we think we're more likely to do this because we think it's just for a short period of time, fact that the event maybe is only a couple of weeks away, for example, has us believing that we can, in inverted commas, do it. And the challenge here is that in order to do it, in inverted commas, in order to stick to it, you could be putting yourself into battle with yourself. You could be putting yourself into battle with yourself from the perspective of your body and your hormones. So if, as a part of doing this, you have normally been eating foods with fine carbohydrates, added sugars, and you decide all of a sudden to cut all of those foods out, your body is going to feel the effect of that through insulin imbalance, and you're going to feel incredibly hungry. More hungry than, if you think about it, you should feel because you've got excess fat on your body. So it's going to feel really uncomfortable physically in your body. You also then have thinking about what's going on in your brain. And your brain, if you've been eating various foods that you desire and enjoy, your brain has been getting the neurotransmitter dopamine each time you eat those foods. And to suddenly take away all of that dopamine from your life, it's going to feel incredibly uncomfortable for your brain. Your brain is going to be literally crying out for all of those foods you're telling yourself you can't no longer eat. And then what happens is that emotionally, because of everything that's going on, we feel emotions such as deprivation, we might feel a bit of self-pity, it's going to feel incredibly hard and difficult, we're going to feel like we're constantly in conflict. And all of those things together, what's going on in your body, what's going on in your brain, and what you're feeling emotionally makes the whole experience very, very difficult, very, very uncomfortable, and can make it difficult to stick to. Okay, the second challenge that makes this approach difficult is that we're very focused on short-term results, okay? And so this means that we are very attached to judging our success, measuring our success by the numbers that we see on the scale. We're likely to be focusing on weight loss here. And so we're not going to be considering all of the other benefits of making changes to how we're eating. And very often the scales take longer to respond to how we're eating than what we expect them to. And so it might be that we're putting in all of this effort that it feels like incredibly hard and difficult and we're not seeing the results that we want on the scales. And that can be incredibly challenging. And the third challenge is that often we restrict ourselves in this way without doing the mental work. And so then when we eventually get to the event or we're on the holiday or it's the day after the event, what happens is it's almost like we open the gates and we overeat more than we would normally because we've fallen into that habitual diet mentality and that pattern of restricting and then overeating to excess because our body naturally is resisting the idea of being restricted again. Okay, so here are just a few of the things to look out for. Now, let's consider if you want to lose weight for an event or holiday, how might you go about that and avoid the pitfalls I just mentioned? What's important to consider and focus on? That's what I'm exploring with you. Now, I believe the most important thing for you to consider and focus on is your reasons why, the underlying reasons behind deciding to go on this sort of short-term weight loss journey. What's the context behind your approach? What's the story you're telling yourself? It's everything that's going on in your mind. 
So I think a way I'd like to illustrate this to you is to present you with a scenario. So I'm going to talk you through a scenario and then I'm going to give you two different options as to how you might respond to that scenario mentally with what you're thinking, with what you're believing. So the scenario is this. It's a month before your summer holiday and you suspect you're heavier than when you went last year. You decide to get out your holiday clothes and try them on to see if they fit you okay. And you can squeeze into them, but they're a bit tight and they're uncomfortable. So you've got two options here that I'm giving you in this example of how you respond. There's an option A and an option B, and I want you to consider which most resonates with you. So option A is you notice feelings of shame well up within you. So you just tried on your holiday clothes, they're too tight, you realise you're heavier than you were last year, you notice feel feelings of shame well up within you. And you kind of subconsciously think that going on holiday this year heavier than you were last year is just not an option. You hate how you've let yourself go during the past year, notice you've been quite mean to yourself, you've not lost weight, and you quickly tell yourself that if you focus really hard, maybe, just maybe, you can ditch a stone before you go, and you feel a little bit of relief from thinking that way. You've got four weeks. You tell yourself you'll do a shakes and bars diet, and you're getting a bit more temporary relief as you tell yourself this story about what you're going to do. You're telling yourself it's possible to feel better by your holiday, and then you get on with your day. And then 24 hours later, you realize you've still not done anything about it, And then the fear kicks in again and you start to feel the dread and the shame and the judgment. And so you order some bars and shakes. But then a week later, you realize even though you've been working at it incredibly hard, you've actually not even had one day of sticking to the shakes and bars diet. You're getting more unhappy and miserable. The reality is you probably won't lose that stone. And the alternative to you feels unbearable. You're so annoyed with yourself, you comfort yourself with food. You're aware the clothes will be tight but you don't do anything about it. You can't face buying new ones because you'll be accepting failure, which you can't seem to bring yourself to do because you're judging yourself so much, even though you know it's inevitable. Okay, so that's a sort of like a typical scenario. You might resonate with some aspects of that. The other scenario, scenario B, okay, so you just tried your clothes on, they're tight, you notice you've gained weight, you're heavier than you were last year. This is what scenario B looks like. You give yourself a big hug. You deserve to be comfortable. You've had a busy year and whilst you're working at prioritizing your health and self-care, you've not quite figured it out yet. You love and appreciate yourself for all the things you are taking care of and everything that you are handling and everything that you are doing in your life. You calmly consider your options. You could buy some new clothes. Maybe you'll check out some large sized influencers on social media for ideas of how to wear clothes that you like confidently. Or you could see if you can lose a few pounds. Actually, you remember that even if you just focused on making better for you food choices for the next month, you will likely feel better, have more energy, appreciate yourself for taking care of yourself and enjoy your holiday more. Are you, you noticing your mind diverting to thinking, what if you don't lose your weight and then you have no comfortable clothes to wear? So your mind goes to that plate place of what if I don't lose weight, I don't have clothes to wear? Well, what's the next possible option here you ask yourself? And you consider, well, I could order some new clothes online and have them ready, maybe take some steps to lose some weight and then decide the week before my holiday if the original clothes are going to work for me or if the new ones would be better. I don't need them. I can always return them. And then you set about making a plan for how you want to eat in the coming week. You do your online shopping and you spend some more time looking at clothes online to get some ideas about what you would love to wear. You reduce your daily food intake. You eat smaller portion sizes, you make better for you food choices, 
you go for a daily walk and you start to plan and look forward to your holiday. Can you imagine yourself in these two scenarios and imagine the difference in how you would feel between them? Think of these two scenarios like alternative films and think about you in the starring role and how the first one could create feelings of pressure and discomfort and self-conflict and the second one, peace and acceptance and feelings of having your own back. They are miles apart and both are available to you whether you're embarking on a weight loss for a specific event or just because you want to weigh loss less and to be healthier. Now, of course, these two scenarios are not mutually exclusive. You might decide to embark on a shakes and bars approach, but with the mindset of kindness and self-appreciation. The choice of diet is not directly related to the mindset approach, although I think there probably is some correlation. Okay, and that's what I want to leave you with today. A reminder that if you're thinking of embarking on a short-term event-focused weight loss or any other weight loss journey for that matter, you have the opportunity to check in and notice your backstory, the mindset behind your why and the approach you're taking. And if there's an opportunity to approach things from a place of kindness, I encourage you to make the decision to make that shift and do that and remind yourself to practice it every single day. Okay, that's it for this week. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight, Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The programme offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.